Welcome to On The Real. I'm Tara Kirby, alignment business coach, educator, creator of The Dream Method, and founder of Dreammaker Society and The Dream Coach Academy. I'm a wife, generator, mom, cancer sign, soda-loving, recovering people pleaser, and I am your ultimate hype girl. I am here to guide you to your dream life and business. Get ready as we get real and pull back the business curtain to share tools, experiences, and the nitty-gritty, not-so-pretty of building the life and business of your dreams. Let's get real, shall we? Welcome back to On The Real. I'm your host, Tara Kirby, and I have a very fun guest on the podcast today. We've done podcasts before, but not on The Real. We have chatted over on Dream Coach Academy, our sister podcast, and I'm so excited to be bringing Kaylee here on On The Real to talk about the love of her life. <laughs> Absolutely. If, if we can go that far, right? Um, <laughs> one of the loves of your life. So Kaylee, I'm going to have you introduce yourself, tell the people who you are, where you are, and we're just going to dive right in. Absolutely. So I'm a human design business coach, and I help entrepreneurs understand their human design to really infuse it into their business and their life to unlock and unleash those things holding them back. Mm. Yes, I love I love this. So here's the thing about Kaylee and I, Kaylee came through our coach certification program and she is in our fully life program right now. So Kaylee and I spend a lot of time together, whether it's like virtually on calls or in the boxer and just like hearing you in your elevator pitch where you're like, this is what I do. I'm like, so much joy. So I want to dive in a little bit into human design because obviously I know your story. I know kind of when you joined our world and then stepped into certification and how things have just like absolutely shifted for you in the past year. So would you give us some like light on where you were a year ago and how you got from that point to where you are right now using human design to help people build their businesses. Yeah, absolutely. So about a year ago, I was a pretty lost soul. I guess it's probably the easiest way to explain it. Um, I connected with you. Um, I was trying to figure out if I wanted to work with a, a, a coach and the direction I wanted to go because I wanted to start a business, but really didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, you had you had said, oh, the uh, confident creator, perfect spot for you. Let's throw you in there. And I think I was in there for like a week. And then we were talking about certification. Like it wasn't that long, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like, what do you think about certification? What do you think about being a coach and, and that stuff? And you put in real life IRL on me of like, what do you think of this? And I remember talking to my husband and him like being like, you need to do something because your other job is going to be done in mm-hmm. five months. And you are not made for corporate world. Like you're not like you're too bullheaded. (laughs) You want to go after things and they hold you back. Like that's part of it. Right. And so I dove in and decided to do IRL and was scared shitless because it was a big investment for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also knew that that's the direction I needed to go. And I think it was right before, maybe it was a couple weeks before 
actual IRL we did inside confident creators, we had talked about human design. And I remember thinking, I like this. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. feel like it boxes me, like all these personality tests and all these other things out there. And then when we got to IRL, it was, we, we dove deeper into it still like an overall arching thing, but we dove deeper into it. And I sat there and went, I really dig this. Like, Mm. this is like my jam, right? Um, Came back and not even two weeks later, I was like, I'm getting certified in human design. And this is part of my direction. I have the coaching tools. I have the human design. Like, this is going to work so well for me. Um, Partially because I started implementing all of that stuff in my own life, right? And seeing these transformations quickly happening Mm -hmm. as I gained more knowledge with human design and then using the tools that I had from the coaching program to like shift myself and move myself quicker. Mm. And so now, right, like fast forward to where we are right now, I have a successful business and I really use human design as a tool in my coaching business to move people and shift them through things even faster and to to energetically level themselves up faster. Yeah. And that's the that's the great thing about human design, right? Like I don't know how many times you and I have like geeked out over human design. Uh-huh. Like I go down so many rabbit holes with it. So yeah. yeah. Well, and I think too, when I discovered human design, so with our coach certification and with, with even my coaching clients, I was coaching people based on my tools and my design. And I was seeing so many of our coaches have success. And then the other side of our coaches they weren't as successful, right? They weren't creating as much success or the level of success that I wanted for them. And I was like, what is happening here? And then as I discovered human design and I dove deeper into it, I was like, holy shit, the coaches who are incredibly successful are the same energetic mapping as me. Like they have very similar threads to their human design as I do. And I was teaching everyone to build their business with the generator design, not looking at them and saying, oh, you're a projector. You need to be going in this structure. Oh, you're a manifester. You're a manifesting generator. You're a collector, right? And being able to utilize those tools for my clients, I was like, there is something here, which is why we've infused the education behind human design. And we don't talk about it really extensively inside of certification. We don't certify people in human design. However, it is a tool that we've found creates alignment. So we're like, hi, we're going to drop this little nugget into your lap and see how it feels. And I feel like where we're shifting and where I'm shifting in my business is continually doing that. I learn a tool. I implement a tool for myself. And I'm like, maybe this is for you. Maybe this is for you. And the mastery of the different tools depends on the person who starts implementing them. So with human design, that one spoke to you and you ran with it. And now I love being able to watch you step into your power by not only using your own human design for yourself, but to be able to create that clarity for your clients as well in their businesses. So let's do like a quick little overview of human design for those who are like human, the what? right? Human design. Let's just give like a little like Cliff's Notes version of what it is and how it can support you in your business. Um, And we'll see how deep we want to go. That sounds fantastic. So let's dive in with my simple way of explaining it, which I think is a spinoff of how you explained it to us when I really sit and think about it, right? Like, Mm -hmm. so I always talk about we're all energetic human beings. We're made up of molecules and atoms and those molecules and atoms create energy and we use energy all day long. 
right? So human design really helps us understand how to use our appropriate energy in the appropriate way to help us and guide us to move ourselves forward um, the best way we can as individuals versus saying, like, here's a container, I'm going to put you in there. And this is what you're supposed to do. Right. And so let's break it down. There's five energy types. This is where I tell people to start all the time. They can go to my website, they can run their free chart. I gave you guys that. So it'll be in the notes for them, right? They can click on it and start with, start with your energy type. And so I always start with generators because that's the one that most people can identify with or understand. Mm -hmm. And generators are what we refer to as the workforce of society. Now that doesn't mean that they're like made to be in jobs that they don't like. That doesn't mean they're supposed to be in the grind, hating their life. That means when I say work, work is really what is defined by their purpose and their passion, but like they're soul on fire, right? So when they are doing those things, they create this overflowing, juicy energy that like pours out of them and pours into everybody else around them so that the other energy types can use that energy also. They also can burn out, right? Like there's no energy type that can't burn out. So for them, it's really being in alignment and using their energy towards their purpose and passion. Mm. For them, it's really about this gut instincts. It's a hell yes or a hell no. Like there's no in between for them. Um, there's no shoulds, any energy type, but especially generators, there's no shoulds for them. It's yeah. yes or no. Mm. Right? Yeah. The next one is I always go to manifestors next. Eight percent of our population, manifestors are the trailblazers of society. It really is for them about what they want. And not from this place of like, I'm going to rule the world. I want to do this to have more money. It's from a place of like, I want to do this to move society. I want to do this to help others. I want to do this to get where I'm going, right? Like, it's really about that part of it. And so um, they create momentum for the rest of us to step in and help them out as they're creating this wave to move us in a certain direction. Mm. Next one is manifesting generators. That is myself. You said you were a generator. I'm manifesting generator. Yes. So for manifesting generators, we're nonlinear. We're all over the place and we're made to be that way. Like we're mm-hmm. not made to do everything in a certain order. We're made to kind of zigzag or do circles or however you want to say it, whatever is unique to that person, right? The thing about manifesting generators is they have this big, bold energy about them. Um, people can feel them before they walk in the room. They also are a hybrid of a generator. So they create that juicy energy that overflows from them also when they're in their purpose and passions. The next one is projectors. I they hold a special, special spot in my heart. My youngest son is a projector and finding this out was an aha moment for me. Mm-hmm. And you're shaking your head. Yes. Cause I'm pretty sure you have a child that's a projector also. Yes. My son is a projector. Yeah. 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 And so it's like this, like, Like for me, it was like so much clarity. I'm like, this is why he does things so different, right? Mm -hmm. Because projectors really do move through society in such a different way. The other thing I always love to say is they're like a bird up in the tree watching a lion sneak up on the zebra and they're helping the zebra run away from the lion. So they're like in their ear going, turn right, hide behind the tree, go around this rock, right? They're really a guide. They guide us, they tweak things, they make things better for us. Um, The big thing for them is they have to wait for an invitation. And I always like to say that invitation doesn't have to be me asking them to share their information. It can be an energetic thing. So if they're really in tune with themselves, they can tell when somebody's like, give me more information. Yeah. 
And then the last one is reflectors, 1% of our population. And reflectors are really made to wake up every single day and live in this state of like surprise. Mm -hmm. They love surprise. They love things to be different. They are chameleon-like in this like fantastic way that really helps us see things in, in essence, in a reflection of ourselves. For them, environment is really, really important. They have to be in a healthy environment for them to thrive and to feel like they can be that chameleon-like. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. It's so funny. So in my family, we have, so this is, we'll, we'll dive into this for a hot second. So understanding human design for me was incredible for my work and my client work and my business. And also when I started supporting, understanding my children and my husband and the energies in my home, I was like, okay, that makes so much sense because our, our situation is different than most. My daughter spends half of her time at her dad's house. And so then I only have my two children, my two youngest, my son and my baby Blake, who is not a baby anymore. Um, they are home with me full time. And there came a point where I was like, why does everything feel so different when Quincy is gone versus when she is home? And it was just different. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad, but I could literally, when my daughter comes home from her dad's house, you can feel the whole ecosystem in our home shifting. And I couldn't understand it until I explored human design and I understood a little bit more. And another element that I found and if you talk to my husband, he will be like, this is wildly true. My children, when they're at home with the nanny, when my two youngest are at home with the nanny, or, and now it's, they're hanging out with my mom, um, who I'm so blessed to have her supporting us at home right now. My, I will come home and my mom, like, they were so good. They were listened so well. They were so chill, like all of this. And I come home and everything turns to chaos. And I'm like, what is going on? And me being a generator, I bring my juicy energy home for me when I'm working all day and I come home and I am like doing everything and working with my clients and like so fulfilled. I come home and I walk in and my energy hits them so fast that I'm like, I, I am the problem. I am the <laughs> chaos in my own home. Right. But like understanding that I'm like, okay, how can I support my children and support the energy management of my home? When my daughter's there half of the time, when I'm coming home, like just understanding the energy management of it and that my energy type is going to influence our family in a way that and all of us are different. We are all different yeah. energy types. Me yeah. and my daughter are both generators. My son is a projector. Our youngest baby Blake is a manifester. And wow, is her aura strong. Wow. Yep. <laughs> she is the boss. She is truly the boss of our home. Um, and then my husband's a manifesting generator. So we're all over the place. And so we're managing a lot of different energy types in our home understanding that I was like, this makes sense. And it also has given me so much grace to give to my husband, to my children, and to be able to know that I can support my family when I'm in alignment, 
versus when I come home and I'm depleted because that will shift the energy as well. Yep. Have you noticed this with a lot of your client work? Because I know that you've worked in Mm -hmm. helping some of your clients with their relationships. And I know like when we were, um, we were supporting some of our, um, our coaches at their conference, we went to Idaho and you and I, I like pulled out my chart and like, tell me about my son, right? Because he's the one that he's the one that uh, I just need to pour into because he's my sweet little projector. Right. But like, how has understanding this helped you in your business and helping your clients, but then also in your own life? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the other big thing with the energy type is also the non-emotional and emotional aspect of things. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> I wish people could see your face right now. Cause you're like, Oh yes, yes. yes uh-huh, right. Uh-huh, because yeah. that's another huge component when we're talking about relationships, because if somebody is emotional and yeah. 50% emotional, 50% non-emotional. So it's not like there's like a bigger side on this particular um, energy center. And, and so with, so with energy centers, you can be a generator and you can be either emotional or non-emotional. Is that right? It's not like it's specific right. to, okay. I thought yep, so, but I only, wanted to clarify that. Yeah. So the only energy type that would not be emotional ever is a reflector. Mm-hmm. All the other ones, if they could be emotional or they could be non-emotional. Yeah, yeah. And so reflectors are always non-emotional. So the, this is huge though, right? Because like an emotional and human design creates their own emotional wave. So they literally can just wake up and they're crabby one day mm-hmm. and there's nothing that they did or somebody else did to them that sparks it. Mm-hmm. No different than they can wake up and be super happy. Yep. A non-emotional person can feel every emotion of those around them. Mm-hmm. Like they take it in and they amplify it out. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm an emotional. My oldest son is non-emotional and I could never figure out when he was little why he would feed off of me the way he did. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So like my emotions would amp up. And then the next thing, you know, like his behavior and how he was acting would amp up. I know this now. I wish I had human design, like, you know, 12 years ago. Yeah. Um, But yeah. So, I mean, understanding and learning that has helped support me and my relationships in my own household. Cause my, my husband is non-emotional my youngest child is emotional and has different emotional waves than I do. And so, right, right. So lots of emotions can happen. The big thing with those two things though, are understanding if you're non-emotional of really checking yourself, right? Like checking yourself before you walk in with other people, where am I at emotionally? What am I feeling inside my body? Because once you walk in a room with a bunch of people, it's really easy for non-emotionals to start identifying with all those emotions and think they're theirs when they're really not. It's everybody else in the room. Mm-hmm. That was a game changer for me when I understood. So I'm not emotional and my son is emotional. And I bring up Cruz a lot when we talk about these things, because Cruz is truly like my mirror for life. Um, he looks exactly like me. Like he is my little sweet, like doppelganger. And also everything that he was presenting when he was younger, like he's almost five now, but when he was in his like major toddler stage, and I feel like I have a lot of, I have done a lot of inner child work around that time of my life. And he was mirroring to me every single thing that I needed to heal. And so my son is three and he is like acting out. And I'm like, why are you freaking out? Like what is going on? And then I realized I'm like, oh, it's actually, I am bringing the emotions to you 
And like just the exchange between the two of us was so, I mean, it was palpable. Like no one wanted to be around me and Cruz. Cruz and I were fighting constantly. It's like, we were constantly just like butting heads. And when I was like, oh, I am in charge of my own emotions and it's going to affect Cruz. And I also need to know like when he is having his emotions, like to not allow myself to identify them as my own because that just amplifies the experience. And I think that was something that was so eye-opening for me is it's, I was like, but if I'm a non-emotional, why do I feel things so much deeper? Why do I feel things so much deeper than like, maybe there's an inconvenience happening in my home and I am like going off the rails. Right. And I'm like, oh, it's understanding that the emotion is actually amplified as you are a non-emotional. Um, Yeah, that was really, really eye-opening for me. And it helped me figure out how to manage my own like emotional intelligence and also like bring myself back energetically. And now like with my son, it's so funny too, because he can, I mean, he's also a Gemini. So we'll just like throw that out there. You're here for the astrology world. But with that, it's like, he can turn his emotions on and off much quicker than I have ever been able to. And so like, even last night, there was a little something that he got upset about and he comes running down the stairs. He and his sister got into some sort of scuffle. He comes running down the stairs and he is like sobbing. And I'm like, okay, you got to look at me in the eyes. Like we got to reconnect. Let's go ahead and do this. And I was like, why can't I get him back? And I was like, babe, you need to breathe. And once I could like get that back into him, Like I had to settle my emotions of I'm like, okay, I got to figure this out. And then he could settle his emotions into breathing. And that's something that like his preschool, actually his teacher is so amazing. She sent us a note recently and she's like, Cruz is so good at having empathy for the people around him and being able to regulate his own emotions. And I'm like, he is four. Like this is not something that is typically you see in that. And I'm like, it is truly because of his energetic mapping and that he is a projector. And also he comes home from school and I know that he's going to want to just chill. He comes home from school and he just wants, I'm like, watch a show. Like that is part of our routine and our ritual. We come home from school. He sits on the couch. He gets a little snack and he turns on whatever show he wants because I understand he needs to reset his energy. And there is that space, especially the weeks that my daughter's around where my daughter's going to come home with her energy generator energy, like two and a half, three hours after he comes home. I'm like, I want to be able to pour into him for him to be able to have that reset as he needs it. And also be able to just give him exactly what he needs. And it has been a night and day difference of being able to manage his emotions and also not allow myself to like not manage my own as well. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing about projectors are right. Like they tap into us. Yeah. So if you have a child that's a projector, they tap into you. They can feel everything. Like they can see what you need to do to fix in your own life. And that, right? Like that's how projectors were. And so if you think about it, you're talking about Cruz reflecting this stuff back at you. He's like, here's what you need to fix, mom. Like just fix it. (laughs) They don't, they don't have the filters that we do. They don't have the conditioning we have. Like kids literally when they're born, no 
internally how to function and operate on their own without their mind getting in the way or society telling them what they need to do. It's when those start to kick in and they start growing up and all these influences start telling them differently that they then start to, you know, in essence, filter the things that they know how to use. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I even see, I even see like in real time when he's like seeing my emotions, like I'll be working on something or I'm like, Hey, I need to work at home. Cause I'm splitting my time between working at home and here now. And I will start to get a little frustrated with Blake. Cause she is all up in my business all the time. My sweet, sweet baby Blake, <laughs> my two-year-old manifester. Um, and Cruz will, he will read the room in a way where he's like, mommy, I'll take Blake and play in the basement. You just work for a minute. And I'm like, what? Like the awareness that comes is so incredible. And if you have a projector child, like just be aware, be aware of these things. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they'll, they'll tell you stuff. Like one thing I've noticed with my projector son is there's some stuff that I'm like, how did you come up with that answer? Mm. And then there's other things I'm like, how did you not see this? Mm. And remember, right? Like every yeah. single projector is not the same. Totally. And that's the cool thing. So it's whatever is part of their purpose and their passion. Mm. And kids know, like kids know where they're supposed to connect, where they're not supposed to connect, what's important, what's not important until yeah. they get conditioned, right? And conditioning, I always like to preference this for new listeners. Conditioning isn't a bad thing. Conditioning mm. is just how we've been taught or told to do something, not yeah. knowing any better, right? Yeah. And so, but so, yeah, so like there's times with Aiden, I'm like, how did you remember this like house that you've seen 10 years ago? And then there's other moments where I'm like, you can't remember something I told you two hours ago, Uh right? So something in his brain clicked with that house that Mm. was important or part of his purpose and passion where the other stuff I'm telling him is just white noise. Yeah. (laughs) Like getting ready for bed every single night. I'm like, You act like we don't do this every single day. You know what's going to happen, but you refuse, right? Oh, it's Mm -hmm. so, so true. I love this so much. Okay, I love these conversations. See, we can geek out about human design literally (laughs) all day long. Um, Totally can. Okay, so what are some tangible tools that you have found to be able to understand more of your own human design or if someone's like new to this and they want to learn more about it like what is the first place I mean other than understanding like your energy type you understand that you kind of have a concept around that what where do we go next yeah so I always tell people to like understand how you make your decisions that's so key and really get in tune with that um most of our population is emotional you know, 50% is emotional. So they're going to make their decisions based off of their emotions. Give yourself mm-hmm. 24 hours to say yes or no. Um, give yourself the time. Like it's okay. And the next is sacral and sacral is really that hell. Yes. Hell no. It's going to be generator or manifesting generator that have that. Mm-hmm. And then splenic is the next big one. And splenic is in the moment. So like when I have splenic clients, I will ask them a question and then I'll say, so what, what do you, what do you want to do? Like, what's your answer? Mm-hmm. Um, because in the moment is where they're going to have that answer. That answer is also going to change multiple times as new information comes in. So that mm-hmm. in the moment is very key for them. The other thing with Splenix, because Splenix are, can sometimes struggle is like, well, we have this way of saying, what does your gut say? Or mm-hmm. we have this thing of saying, how does that make you feel? If they're Splenix, they don't have either one of those. Mm-hmm right? 
So it's really for them. What is your intuition? Mm. What, what does that feel like to you? Cause some of them will be like, my hair stands up in the back of my neck, or I get this mm. pit in my stomach when it's a no, or I have this inner voice that tells me what to do. Like it's very different for them. Yeah. And so really it's the next, that's the next step. Like, which one are you? Anything above that, there's different portions of it. But I always just say they are the type of people that need to talk things out. Mm. Um, they need somebody that's going to be non-opinionated to talk to. So literally, you just o- ask them open-ended questions and they talk themselves to their answer. Mm. Um, and that's the key with the rest of them. But yeah, that would be the next step is really understanding your authority and how to make those decisions. Because once you understand how your energy type flows through the day, the next thing is, how do I make those decisions not with my mind? Mm. And I say that intentionally, right? Because we're all taught, go to your pros and cons list, do this oh, yeah. and this, right? But Zero. that's not how you, no, no, but exactly. <laughs> we like it's not going to do you any good. Pros and cons list. I mean, no, it's, <laughs> it's really, really true. I think, so we have been conditioned to use our heads, right? Yeah. Right. Use right. your mind, use your head, yeah. right? Like I've even heard like parents say to their kids, you're not using your head. It's like, don't use your head. Please don't use your head. (laughs) Use your heart, use your intuition, like use your inner knowing. And I, I really do feel like the more awareness we are creating around our own conditioning, our own stories and creating our own healing. And chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you're in that world of wanting to heal and grow and evolve. Um, while also simultaneously building a business that supports that. But I think that the narrative is changing for us to be able to trust ourselves more. Yeah, absolutely. And that's exactly where I was going to go next with it is like, really, it boils down to listen to yourself. If your morning routine is causing frustration or bitterness or disappointment to come in or anger, fix something with your morning routine. Don't stay with it. Right. Like I always use the example because I know it drives people nuts. So really hit home is like, drink your coffee, then brush your teeth and see what happens. Mm. Because we've been told like, you need to brush your teeth before you drink your coffee. But for some that may not be aligned. Yeah. And it's little things like that, that you can change up. Same with your business. Like if you're setting your schedule to be eight to three every day or eight to five, because that's what we've been told in society, we're supposed to work and it's not working for you. Change up your schedule, mm-hmm. you know, work eight to two, or maybe you don't start till 10 for this season of your life and work 10 to six, or maybe it's you shift everything to the evening because you're a night owl. Like allow yourself to be where it feels good to be and -hmm. understand that your body's going to tell you what, what it needs. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's that trust and that inner knowing that is so important and something that we often lose connection to. Absolutely. Are there any things that you have found have worked for you or that have worked with your clients to help like really connect deeper to that or to trust yourself a little bit more? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is, is really, and you say this all the time and it's so true of like, get curious with things. Mm. So if you feel stagnant, get curious with why you feel stagnant. Mm. If you feel like your morning routine is not working, then why are you pushing yourself to stay in that? Yeah. Most of the time there's a belief behind it. Mm. There's something that somebody has told us along the way that is stopping us from truly living in a lie life. Yeah. And human design helps you understand that, right? But ultimately, you know where it's at. It's just empowering yourself to be okay with the fact that you're not going to do something the way society or someone else has told you to do it. 
Yeah. Oh, that's so, so beautiful. Kaylee, this has been such a fun conversation and I feel like such a, like dip your toe into human design. Um, so what I would love to do is if you would share where people can connect with you, we'll put everything down in the show notes, but where people can connect to you, where they can run their charts and like learn more about human design and just join us in the world of HD. Because it's a a good time here. (laughs) Absolutely. Would you like me to give just a quick tip for each energy type for their business? Yeah, let's do it. You think your viewers are like that? Okay. Absolutely. So, so for generators, the big thing is, is don't time block. Don't Mm -hmm. like set yourself up when you are in something and in your purpose and passion, allow yourself to just be in it Mm -hmm. and don't set an alarm or something to pull you out of it. That's one of the worst things you can do. The other thing is, is you're going to plateau. When you plateau, bring somebody else in to help you get over the hump. Don't walk Mm -hmm. away from it. Mm -hmm. Manifesting generators, be all over the place. Allow yourself to be all over the place. But you also like, it's really common for the manifesting generators to have like 10 balls in the air. Like they're juggling. You need somebody to hone in on like four or five of those to really put your focus. Mm -hmm. Manifestors need to stop people pleasing. I see it all the time. Um, don't put polls up. Don't do all the things that people say to do for you. Follow where your urge is, where your energy is and go after it and quit asking people for permission or what they want. Mm. <laughs> projector. The big thing with projectors is you actually should, I'm not going to say should you actually, it's really important for projectors to time block, mm. work for an hour, give yourself a break, go to the grocery store, do something that does it require that productivity of you, whatever your productivity is, give yourself a break, come back again, work for an hour, that type of thing. Um, a projector being engrossed in something for hours on end is not aligned for them. They're trying to function as a generator. Mm. And then reflectors, just let the surprises happen. Allow yourself to flow through your day. Allow yourself to be a different person every single day. Like mm. that's really how you're supposed to be. Right. So allow that. Like, don't try to put yourself in a box because it'll make you feel disappointed. And eventually it can lead to depression for reflectors. Yeah. yeah. So where they can find me is Instagram. My, my main jam, come over to my page, say hi in the DMS. I love to just connect even to know my viewers. It's part of my design and also like scroll through. I have tons of information on human design on my page, binge my content. Um, and they can run their chart for free. And so go ahead, run your chart, come over to my DMs, tell me what energy type you are. And I'll throw some information at you right there in the DMs. Yes. Uh, we love it. Kaylee, you're always such a ray of sunshine and like truly the most giving when it comes to information and education. And so like when she says slide into her DMs and she will give you, inf- she absolutely will. Right. Like yes. to the point where we're like, okay, let's rein it back. Let's, uh, let's charge for <laughs> yeah. that session as your business coach. <laughs> I am telling you, right. No, but yep. Kaylee, yep. having you in our world and as a coach inside of our community and also being able to support you in this is like, uh, it's such, it brings me so much joy, like working with you. Every time I see a boxer come in, I'm like, Ooh, it's going to be a good one. Um, (laughs) you challenge me and you inspire me. And I am sure that you inspired a lot of our listeners today. So thank you so much for spending your time with us. Thank you everyone for listening. We'll put all the details of how to connect with Kaylee down below in the show notes, um, run your human design chart and then reach out. If you do run it, like share a photo of it, tag us both. So we can kind of see who's listening. And if this resonated with you, please, please 
share it with those who you also think it would resonate and feel free to let us know how this podcast episode was for you. So we will see you next time on On The Real. Keep it real and we will see you soon. Bye. Our Life Coach Certification Retreat, better known as IRL, is happening March 23rd through the 26th in beautiful Park City, Utah. Join me and my dream team of certified coaches and educators as we guide you to your own dream transformation. Immerse yourself into our confident coach experience as you leave a certified alignment and life coach with the tools, skills, and confidence to step into your own conscious leadership. Apply now at dreammakersociety.com. Click the certification tab and get your application in now. You can check the show notes below for a direct link. Applications for the spring IRL certification retreat close February 17th. So don't wait another moment. If you are being called to become a coach, mentor, educator, or truly claim your place as a leader, this is for you. If you want to learn more, reach out to myself or the Dream Team on Instagram over at Dream Coach Academy. We cannot wait to help you become the conscious leader you are being called to be.